0: Hello friends, I'm Matt Baum, and thanks for subscribing. The first 18 episodes of this podcast contain the full audiobook version of my book, Defining Marriage," but now every week we talk about what's happening with marriage equality and ice cream and robots and whatever else is on our strange minds. Hi, James.:
1: Spring has sprung.: Ooh, Would you like
0: just this moment?
1: Yes, And a young man's fancy is on display.:
0: What does my fancy look like?
1: You're not young. Oh, I'm talking about the, young, the young men man? out on the street. The young oh. men starting to to foam in the heat, as Meatloaf oh. said.
0: Oh, did he did you really say that? Yeah, there's foam a young the man heat?
1: doing something, starting to foam in the heat. Oh my god!
0: Is it? Is he a vampire? He's he's getting all frothy. What? Okay, so the spring is sprung. Spring is sprung. A young man's heat turned to fancy? Is that... A young man's fancy is on display. Okay, and, what is his fancy? Uh, is that a euphemism? Foam. It's uh it's it's the flower of his uh, of his undercarriage. Okay, so what I'm describing what I'm what I'm picturing right now from what you're describing is like Oscar Wilde in a fancy outfit, like one of those eighteen hundreds outfits that you put uh, like young boys in to make them look like they're girls. You mm. know those outfits?
1: That's not what I was picturing. I was picturing more of a Cochrane cravat.
0: Is that your gangster name? yes
1: yes that's what they call me they call me uh my old gangster name was legs akimbo mm, but now it's to. Cochrane cravat
0: and so that's what's happening out of doors today i'm uh, yeah. the only one who's been outside the house you know you Here, here's the thing
1: yeah i am aware of what the young men are doing i can smell them from a mile away you can smell the cock rings? and i absolutely and i can smell how fancy they are
0: how fancy are they
1: uh pretty fancy today although they'll probably get fancier as the days get even warmer i love
0: a good fancy cock ring yeah like with a little bit of lace mm-hmm. and um you know like precious jewels embedded in the ring around the precious jewels yeah yeah it's got to be really fancy Do you mean like the
1: one ring yeah absolutely the Precious,
0: they are precious no the precious the precious the it one the precious wait are you are you describing like are there rings embedded in the ring oh herman I I know the one ring from you Lord know, of the Rings. You know the precious. Yes. It didn't have jewels embedded in it, did it? Precious. Alright, alright. Alright. That's enough Be Arthur impressions for today. The precious Be Arthur. The point Ma. is, uh we are both wearing very fancy cock rings and nothing else. Sure, uh that's <laughs> how we
1: always record this.
0: <laughs> that's true. What else is
1: new? What else is new? We've been streaming a lot of The Legend of Zelda.
0: Mmm, we have. I am, you know, I had a concern that I would get sick of Zelda, Mm -hmm. but I'm really not. Like, enough new stuff is happening, and it's not like the stories are connecting in any way. Like, I'm not like, ah, this Wind Waker, now I see how it all connects to Skyward Sword. Mm -hmm. I don't really. But uh, it connects in that they're both fun games.
1: Yes, uh, if you are looking for some kind of narrative through line throughout all the Zelda games, you are a fool. Because there isn't one.
0: Here's the narrative through line. Push this box over the edge, and it'll make a shortcut for later. Mm, that's true. And that is, uh, Whack this switch, and a door will open.
1: Yes, that is the thesis of the, of the series.
0: What's pretty remarkable is we've played three games straight now, and it doesn't seem like any of the dungeons are repeats. Like, from one game to the next, everything feels fairly fresh. It's not like, oh, we solved this last time, here's how to do it again. If we
1: had started with Ocarina of Time, you may have noticed some, not repeats, but some homages in twilight princess hmm. but uh yeah no i mean that they uh they do keep things relatively fresh they keep things relatively tight and if people want to see us keeping it fresh and keeping it tight, uh, they can watch us play Zelda on almost a daily basis. And more importantly, they can chat with us. Yes. So if they want access to uh, stream of consciousness nonsense uh, at the drop of a hat, they I can... dropped my hat. And you dropped it all. Look at you. You're completely. <laughs> I dropped my nude. hat.
0: And I dropped my drop. If you want stream of consciousness nonsense at the drop of a trouser, uh, then you can come join us at Twitch.tv/prettyprettypixel. That's right. All one word: pretty pretty pixel. And singular. It's just one pixel it's only one it's a
1: dead pixel but anyway nobody's tuned in to hear us promote playing the legend of zelda for their amusement or maybe they have i don't know i don't know why people listen to this why do people listen to this why don't you tell me
0: i assume they want to know what's going on with marriage equality Ugh. and ooh boy is there stuff going on so since our last episode do you remember what happened last episode uh batman was being fed into an organ grinder
1: oh i thought captain picard had been turned into a borg
0: Yes, both of those things happened on the same y- episode. Yeah, don't you remember that Batman Next Generation crossover? That was the greatest episode of television ever. Oh my God, ever. Adam West, Adam West on, the, on Enterprise. the
1: Enterprise. Well, I still want the Alf crossover where Alf gets beamed aboard and becomes a lieutenant commander.
0: It could happen. It and could Data's cat. Look, Star Trek is getting weirder and weirder, and further and further from anything I can recognize. So I'm not so sure that we won't get that at some point. Sure. Lieutenant Commander Shumway? I mean, right now, it's what? It's it's Fast and Furious in space. Mm-hmm. And so who knows? Maybe it's going to be Alf in space, which I guess... Did Alf ever actually go to space on that show?
1: Uh, at least once. I'm not sure about. Uh, I mean, there were some flashbacks to Melmac, and then there was an episode where Rhonda came to Earth and tried to get Alf to come away with her. But he, I guess, had become too attached to the Tanners, whose contempt for him could not Lomans. have been more. Lomans wasn't it? Lomans. Oh, now you've confused me. You're right. No, no the Tanners are full house. But is absolutely you're getting Death of a Salesman and yeah, Alf confused. I was thinking
0: of Willie. Isn't it Willie Loman? Wasn't yep. Alf in Death of a Salesman? That's yes. where that character originates. The character
1: of Willie Loman was first played by Gordon Shum way yeah which explains why he was such a a, a sad sack gordon think- shumway not a sad sack
0: no no well no. i don't know you might you might find him he's a sad. sack i mean he he is, literally he's literally a sack, a sack but he's seldom sad no he's uh he just makes willie sad willie 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 or sure that was their last name yes yeah, the or wonies the o- family- or the- it's
1: uh it's the old okay. family name next door were the Achmonics. Yeah. They were the busybodies. They sure were. And they were always peeping. That um, Mrs. Ockmonic, she was always peeping. They were the busybodies. And what a body. The family. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you can edit in me saying their name correctly there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit in something inappropriate. Oh. Anyway. Uh, anyway, gay marriage.
0: Gay. Bleh.
1: Yes, please. Oh, did you just propose to me? No. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I proposed to Alf. <laughs> he's he's going to play hard to get. Now he said, no problem. Let's go check, <laughs> check out the, the fridge. fridge.
0: Is that where you're getting married? Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, a couple things happened this week. I mean, you, so anyway, getting back to the question I asked you before, last mm-hmm. episode, oh. uh, a lot of states were uh, grappling with this question of uh, religious freedom restoration acts, and uh, it looked like Georgia might pass one, and North Carolina was in trouble for passing one. Mm-hmm. Mississippi had a robot reading the bill at speeds that nobody could understand. Oh, that's right. It was a real freak show. Yes. Uh, So not a lot has changed. The governor of Georgia did veto the bill, Mm -hmm. but it will possibly be overridden in a special session.
1: Interesting. So do they need, what, two-thirds to override? And they have two-thirds?
0: The votes on the bill by which it passed, it passed by a crazy wide margin in Mm. the legislature. So if people are, if the legislators are willing to uh, vote for this thing again, then it could happen. But a lot of them, I think, will be reluctant to do a special session mm-hmm. uh, for just this one bill that, I mean, they were basically just, it, it only exists for them to grandstand. And who's yeah. going to notice that they're grandstanding, you know, on a, in a special session? they may. That just, seems like the best time to
1: grandstand.
0: It's too boring. People aren't going to pay attention to that. They're going to want to hold it over until the next session. when they'll, they'll, really? They can get more attention for it. Yeah, they'll get okay. more press in the next one. Really?
1: Because I would think the press would want to cover, like, you know, x 3 read all about it, uh, emergency session convened to override tyrant government. You would
0: think, but no, people, are like, it's just too wonky and complicated, like all the process stuff, so... Well, but does anyone want to
1: talk about the complicated, wonky stuff, or do they want to talk about, like, ding-dongs in ladies' rooms?
0: I get the, probably ding-dongs in ladies' rooms. Right. Oh, can, can you imagine if they provided, like, hostess snacks? That would be so great. Anyway, that's what the law should be. You should be. There should be a hostess snack cake vending machine, but not in bathrooms. Gross. No.
1: No, and also in ladies' rooms, they might get confused with the sanitary products.
0: Okay, I don't know what sanitary products are or how you use them. You certainly don't. But I can't imagine they have anything in common with Ding Dongs. They
1: come in a wrapper. Okay. Uh, They have an external thing that's sort of the applicator, and then there's an internal thing that goes inside. How do you eat cupcakes? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. With my vagina.
0: Oh, okay. Well, uh... Also, a Ding Dong is not a cupcake, is it? Isn't it? It's like a hockey puck, isn't it? It's more like a puck, yeah. Okay, how do you eat hockey pucks? Uh, very carefully. <laughs> with, with the nice Chianti. Anyway, uh, so uh, it looks like the governor may have just vetoed it, Republican governor. He may have just vetoed it knowing that it would pass in the, in, in if they call a special session, or in the next session, they'll have another shot. So, mm-hmm. rah, rah. now, didn't the liberal media
1: come down hard on Georgia saying, we're not going to make our fun and games programs there anymore and if it is overridden will they follow through or will they be like oh well we got to the governor so that's something
0: i'll tell you what it is so frustrating whenever this happens it usually only happens to one state even though it's going on in a bunch of states sure and then everybody forgets about it so oh well uh yeah if it passes we'll have to see if anybody really meant what they said about boycotts because Mm -hmm. you know companies have kind of a short attention span on this sort of thing
1: Sure. I mean, it makes them look good in the short term to take a stand. But will they follow through? I mean, I guess one of the questions is, uh, I mean, their bottom line, right? Like, are there incentives for them to be in Georgia? Or could they just as easily pull up stakes and go to a state that would be more favorable to them? And then they get the added PR bonus of being like, oh, see, we took a stand in Georgia. And now we've gone to arkansas which is great yeah uh and they're giving us a huge tax break
0: yay a huge tax break Mm -hmm. and they hate the gays too sure yeah so i I don't know i I have a feeling that's that's exactly what's going on is Uh it's it's just as convenient to go to some other state and they get the good pr and bam we're done meanwhile these bills are still happening all over the country Mm -hmm. so uh i mean it's great that everybody made a lot of noise about north carolina and georgia uh now can we make some noise about mississippi and everybody else
1: so these bills are going to be challenged right
0: yeah, in fact they already have been. The North oh. Carolina one, a lawsuit's already been filed by um students at schools, uh by st- at state schools uh that uh, have punishing uh, the the bill imposed these these punishing measures when it comes to um who's allowed to use what bathroom. Uh so ACLU has all, already filed a lawsuit there.
1: Okay. What are the chances of the challenge succeeding?
0: Very good. Okay. Um I I think they're very good. I'm not a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I You're know not? I'm, well, I. Because I was trying to ride your gravy train. <laughs> toot toot. Oh. I'm not a conductor either. Oh, boy. I, I can barely make gravy. Oh, I made some bad calculations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all aboard to the, the, the gravy train's about to crash. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, it's crashing oh, all over be... some mashed potatoes. So was, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I was going to say all over some pigs, but then you don't eat the pigs raw and wriggling
0: (laughs) no it's seldom seldom do you just pour gravy on On a pig on a live pig and take a bite Mm. like the apple take a bite and the pig has an apple stuck in its mouth absolutely yes what are we talking about now the gravy train toot toot so these bills are still moving along um mississippi governor phil bryant is reviewing the bill in his state Mm -hmm. so uh we'll see what he has to say about it Uh, a few companies not quite so many have is he doing
1: that song from oliver I'm reviewing the situation I see a ding dong in the ladies' room today I'm gonna bite it and I'm gonna suck it Because the governor is secretly a gay
0: I gotta tell you, my knowledge of Oliver is pretty spotty And it's based only on what you've told me about the show So Mm -hmm. I think I am 100% misinformed about Oliver
1: Uh, It's about underage boys sticking their hands in rich men's uh, pants To try to pull their hanky codes out
0: Oh, well, that sounds like fun. Yeah. There should be an Oliver night at uh, at the Eagle. Let's uh, not have
1: underage Let's, boy we'll night at the that? Eagle.
0: You want to workshop that? Yeah, idea? we
1: might need to work out some All of right. the
0: details. They can be twinks. They can be of age twinks. All right. I'm going to an Eagle party this coming weekend. Cause ah! com- yeah, it's just going to be falconry. Uh, it's Comic-Con in Seattle, not real Comic-Con, but Seattle Comic-Con, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a super hard party at the Eagle. What is that? Uh, it's superhero themed and huh? our friends from Northwest Press are going to be there. Zan Christensen, who's delightful and like nine feet tall. Oh. He's not that tall. He's very tall though. And, uh, that is the thing you notice. It is a thing I notice. Uh, and then, I uh, guess who else is going to be there? Justin Hall. You remember Justin Hall, author of Hard to Swallow.
1: Oh, the review that made your mother stop reading your writing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wrote a review of his pornographic comic book, and my mom was like, I don't know if I'm going to read your articles anymore. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't even a dirty article that I wrote. It was a
1: dirty comic, though. It was a
0: dirty comic. Oh, boy, howdy. Was it ever. That was my review. (laughs) Boy, howdy. Uh, yeah, so he, uh, is going to be at the Eagle giving away copies of his new Heart to Swallow anthology, which is very exciting. Yeah. So I'm going to be there taking pictures and, uh, I should, should I go in cosplay? Should I dress up? I've you got a Star, wear your Fox. Star Fox
1: costume. Maybe. Yeah.
0: I was thinking about that, but he's not really a superhero.
1: Oh, come now. He's a hero to millions. Is he? <laughs>
0: That's a very heroic speech he just made.
1: <laughs>
0: I was thinking of doing like a Sailor Moon crossplay, but I don't even know what that would be
1: what sailor moon character could you be tuxedo be mask No, you'd be the cat
0: what Ooh, i like the sound of this but wait isn't the cat just he's naked he's just wearing black and yep. he's got a crescent moon on you're his going head. to the eagle yeah yeah i guess do you think they make underwear that just has a cat face on the front of it
1: i can promise you that there is underwear with a cat face on the front of it
0: that wasn't me that was my crotch oh dear See, your fancy is in full bloom. <laughs> it is. Oh, my fancy is my crotch. Your cat fancy. <laughs> uh, in Virginia, mm-hmm. Democratic Governor uh, Terry McAuliffe... Yeah, uh, has vetoed a uh, re- religious freedom bill. So that's Any relation nice. to Krista McAuliffe? Probably not.
1: Let's say so. Let's Maybe. say uh, another American hero. I mean, in if the you McAuliffe go, clan.
0: you go far enough back, we're all related to the same mollusk. Sure. Uh, he Krista uh, McCallus. He says
1: <laughs> yes. I tried to say McMollusk.
0: McMollusk. McMollusk is McMollusk. hard to. It is hard to that's say. Uh,
1: that's that's going to be the new aphrodisiac at McDonald's. I'll have a McMollusk, please.
0: Ah, ooh, and And the person behind the counter will say, I know what you're planning.
1: get oysters and snails in a big bucket. Mm. They're just alive, just as a bucket of snails.
0: Oh, God. This is, we were looking at some medieval art earlier, uh, which features a lot of snails. I don't know why. I don't think anyone knows why, but there are a lot of snails in medieval art. Because they look like Martians. They do.
1: If you wanted to picture something the devil conjured up, and you hadn't met an octopus yet, you'd
0: probably... (laughs) Pick a snail. Oh, Martian, Martian, Martian! So after Governor McAuliffe vetoed that bill, uh, one of those Virginia Alliances for Freedom and Faith, or you know, one of those organizations, uh, said uh, that now it is possible to quote discriminate against people of faith who simply disagree with the secular left's sexual dogma. Okay, discriminate how? Oh, uh, by forcing them to obey the law.
1: Ah, I see.
0: Yes, by by forcing them to treat everyone equally. Mm-hmm. That is discrimination. You're discriminating sure. against people who want to treat people... You're discriminating against people who want to discriminate.
1: Right, which I understand is, is a tactic they go back to a lot. Like, oh... If you're so tolerant, why can't you tolerate my intolerance?
0: Yes. Oh, this is bullying. You're right. Bullying you're us you're bullying
1: because we, our religion says we have to be intolerant, and if you can't tolerate our intolerance, how tolerant are you? Who's the real bully here? Zing. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, this brings to mind Melissa Joan Hart, who is oh? currently in uh, this new movie. Did you see they made another God's Not Dead movie? Uh, no. So, Dave and Alonzo talked about it on Linoleum Knife this week. Uh, mm-hmm. A our,
1: podcast of the cinema.
0: Yes, our, our delightful Dave and Alonzo. You should, everyone should be subscribed to uh, Linoleum Knife because it's fantastic. Uh, anyway, so they talked about God's Not Dead and um, about what a terrible movie it is. And apparently Melissa Joan Hart is in this thing. And the movie's all about how Christians are being persecuted and um, no longer can a teacher say something like um martin luther king was a christian uh if a teacher says that nowadays in this modern times uh the aclu will come in and sue them and seek to have it proven in court that god is dead (laughs) that is literally the premise of this film okay there's a literal courtroom battle Uh over whether or not god exists okay Mm -hmm. and then they set up the sequel God's Not Dead Three, which apparently they're going to be making, uh-huh. uh, which is all about. It's actually it looks like it's going to be based on this thing that happened in Houston. Do you remember when uh, Mayor Anise Parker was embroiled in a? There was kind of a, like a legal back and forth over um, bathroom bills in Houston, um, and as part of that. Um, there was some discovery that was mandated for, uh, sermons to be supplied. I mean, this wasn't like some big secret, like, um, some church had delivered a sermon and they were trying to determine, I believe, whether or not the church had improperly endorsed a political candidate. Okay. And so, uh, the person, the the church was, was first required to turn over the text of the sermon. And then they were like, oh, actually the court was like, actually, you don't need to do that. That's not, it's not necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's going to be the premise of the next God is dead movie or God isn't dead movie, Mm -hmm. uh, is going to be that now the government is requiring, um, editorial approval over all religious sermons. Oh, good. Yeah. So, I mean, that's some, that's some straw man they got there.
1: Yep. Uh, well, that could be the next movie, uh, when they're done with the trilogy of God's not dead. It can be, uh, the, the horror movie called the straw man, Yes, Ooh, where a, a scarecrow has, has there been a scarecrow horror movie? There must be. Cause they're creepy.
0: They are. I mean, even the scarecrow in the wizard of Oz is fairly creepy. The way he's flopping around. Sure. Surely there must be a scary, scary, sc- scary scarecrow. I mean, movie. it's right in the name. Yeah. And I'm
1: not talking about the Batman scarecrow. No, no, no. Not the Dr. Fraser Crane in a, in a burlap sack.
0: He was played by that cutie from 28 Days Later.
1: Yes, uh, Cillian. Oh, I shouldn't have told you his name. Murphy? Yeah.
0: But is it Cillian or Killian?
1: Oh, I thought it was Cillian. I don't know.
0: But he's Irish and pronunciation is Americans have trouble with those things. So I don't know. We may be mispronouncing his name. Well... As we do on every podcast. Yeah,
1: I mean, it wouldn't be the first time, would mm-hmm. it? It wouldn't. It wouldn't. At least you didn't call him, like,
0: uh, Mavutu." Oh, dear. What? Uh, is he a Gungan?
1: <laughs> All roads lead back to Otagogo with me.
0: <laughs> anyway, speaking of mispronouncing things yeah. and uh, the state of vagina... The bill there was introduced, the, the bill that was uh, v- over, vetoed by Governor McAuliffe. I, I just want to point out that it was introduced by this guy, Senator Charles Carrico, mm-hmm. a Republican from Galax. What? Yeah. I didn't know they had Republicans in space. They, apparently they do. Uh-huh. He's a space Republican. Uh-huh. The worst kind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know anything about Galax. It just says Charles Carrico, R. Galax. That might just be a complete sentence.
1: <laughs> Charles Calico R. Galax might be how he introduces himself. <laughs> That's true. He's a plural. He's a, he's a symbiotic being.
0: Or it's it's a warning. It's a warning. He's a collective, right? Charles Calico is a colony of, yeah. of sentient bigots. R. Galax, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, probably not enough to override in Virginia. Maybe enough to override in Georgia. Uh, and then there's some zaniness happening. Would you believe it? In Florida oh the land of mickey and alligators sure and scimitars and what's what, what do you call what are Wait, the big scimitars swords? yeah no no no. what are the big swords that you use to cut through the jungle it's not scimitar but you were just like
1: slashing at my face yeah. to try to get the word out Yeah, that thing that's you, used Why are you slash doing that at faces? stop slashing at my face yeah i'm
0: gonna slash all over what do you call those knives the big <laughs> ones that you hack at vines with
1: what do you think it's called
0: oh uh, uh, uh roger <laughs>
1: Now you're going to use human names, now, finally?
0: finally, I'm using human names. Now, what are those things called? The big knives. Mm. The slashy, slashy cutties. The yeah, the old slashy cutty. Stabby, stabby magoo. Cutty, cutty, n- n- not too sharp. Uh, oh, it's very sharp. You it, want it but to be it quite is. sharp. Oh, it's a trick. Oh, I see. Oh, shoot. What are those things called? Mm-hmm. Sharpingtons. Um, Al
1: Sharpingtons?
0: Slicer doodles.
1: Not a slicer doodle. What do you think it's called?
0: I think it's called a pokey poke.
1: <laughs> you don't poke with it. He,
0: uh, you don't know. What have you cut through a jungle? Fair enough. Momotar.
1: A momotar. I love that name. No.
0: <laughs> I, there's an M in it though, right? Or an mm. R?
1: One of those letters is in it.
0: Oh, a whacker doodle.
1: Not a whacker doodle. Chomper? It's still away from... The, well, I guess that has an R
0: grabby slashy
1: not a grabby slashy there is an m
0: fam whammer
1: fam whammer it's not a fam whammer
0: man chanch it's kind of a
1: manchanch, but it's not machete machete it
0: there is. we go there we go i just had to get the letters in order that's the process of writing you see <laughs> it's true anyway i don't remember why i was talking about hilda machete and there, oh florida yeah. we're talking about florida that's what you use to cut your way through florida Uh Uh-huh. Bogs and things.
1: You have some bath salts, you bite a face, and then you just charge from north to south, waving your machete.
0: (laughs) And that's the plot of The Birdcage. Do (laughs) we... Anyway, so, yeah, uh, they uh, just recently had a ruling that legalized uh, gay marriage in Florida. Oh, good. Everything's up to date in Miami City. Yeah. So, apparently, after the Supreme Court ruling last year, Mm -hmm. uh, Florida was like, uh, well, they had some, like, pending cases there about marriage equality, and, uh, you know, it it was working its way through the court, and I guess... Florida courts are awful slow because it's taken mm. almost a year for them to get to the point where the judge is like, oh, uh, yeah, so that ruling from the Supreme Court, uh, you guys have to follow it.
1: Well, uh, as we recall in the year 2000, uh, when we became the future, mm. uh, Florida courts mm. were a little slow. Yeah. And in that case, the, the Supreme Court stepped in right away to be like, nah. Yeah, that's true. This guy's president.
0: Florida courts maybe are a little sensitive about the Supreme Court these days. Mm. Uh, So apparently what was going on is there was this case where these people were trying to get the names of same-sex parents on birth certificates for their children. And the state was like, yeah, I know the Supreme Court said that we have to do marriage equality now, but uh, state law says that we can't still, so we're not going to. Mm -hmm. So lawsuit, lawsuit, lawsuit. And the state's position was to the court was, oh, uh, you don't need to rule on this case because uh, the Supreme Court already ruled. So you don't need to tell us. We, we already know. We already know we have to follow this rule. Uh, and what? so the court's ruling was like, yeah, but, but you're not. So we're going to rule. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, essentially. Okay. Uh, it was a ruling by Judge Robert Hinkle. Mm-hmm. Uh, who Sounds like a cute little elf. Okay. He said, uh, he wrote, after the United States Supreme Court issued its ruling, one might have expected immediate unequivocal acceptance. Not so for the state of Florida. Mm -hmm. So uh, he seems kind of down on Florida. Sure. I mean, I guess that's what it takes. This could be appealed. Florida could appeal this ruling. Sure. Which is essentially, Florida, you're a state. Mm -hmm. So we'll see if they actually want to do anything about that.
1: Okay. I mean, it seems like, maybe I'm using this term wrong, but this just seems like they're going for nullification, right? Where our state law trumps federal law. And so we don't really care what the Supreme Court said. We nullify that federal law. I I may be using nullification totally wrong. wrong.
0: And there's no wrong way to use it because it's not a real thing. I
1: understand. But like, you know, uh, that law is null and void in Florida where our law takes precedence. Yeah,
0: exactly. And no, you can't do that. People have been trying that for literally for centuries. And no, that doesn't work.
1: Well, but one of the last times there was a big flare up of nullifications was around a certain civil rights issue.
0: What a coincidence. Yeah.
1: Um, and it didn't work then. So why do people think it will work now?
0: What else have they got? but, what why, else are but they going like, why try.
1: But why try at this point?
0: like what <laughs> like if if I don't think I don't think they literally were going for nullification. I think they were just going for something similar. I think they were going for well, they were
1: going for like saying that the Florida law takes uh, is is has supremacy over federal law. Which, I mean, whether you call it nullification or not, isn't how it works.
0: No, but these are just these were low-level bureaucrats saying this. This was like somebody sure. in like the records office who was like, Well, state law says that I can't put your name on the birth certificate, so nothing I can do. Sorry. Uh-huh. And so they had to sue. And because they're suing for a state thing, the state lawyers had to get involved. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's when the state lawyers were like, Oh, no, 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 courts, uh, we, we already got the ruling from the Supreme Court, so you, you don't have to rule anything. Right, right, right. Uh, probably yeah. because they didn't want the court, the judge, to do what he did, which is say you absolutely have to follow this ruling in every single way. Right. They just wanted this case thrown out completely with no ruling, and the judge would have done that if it was if there was nothing to rule on. If he was like, oh yeah, the Supreme Court ruled, and everybody's following the ruling, so everything's fine. But the state wasn't. I mean, these low level bureaucrats who are a part of the state weren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's like. Uh, look, you jerks, uh, do your jobs. Sure. And so that's, that's the, that's where we're at now.
1: But I mean, so is the next however many years, 10, 20, who knows, just going to be full of these nuisance cases that, uh, have to keep going to court at great expense and then getting overturned at great expense.
0: Yes. Okay, well, you I guess may, it's a good time to be a civil rights lawyer? Uh, probably. You may recall, after the Civil Rights Act passed in the 1960s, racism wasn't over. Well, yeah, I
1: mean, I, I don't recall firsthand, but uh, I recall from... Uh, pbs documentaries that that was the case
0: and today as you may recall from events of today uh racism is still a thing
1: oh sure but i don't think states are trying to nullify federal law and uh like segregate no
0: no not so much now it's much subtler it's just you know institutionalized racism of the culture that we happen to live in but right. it's not like they're uh, trying to pass explicitly racist laws. Now they're just passing sneaky racist laws.
1: Right. So when do we get to the point where it's just, uh, institutionalized homophobia instead of overt homophobia? I
0: don't know. I don't know. We can dream of that day yeah, <laughs> of, a, of a beautiful future. I, you know, honestly, I think homophobia will go away a lot faster than, um, racism. This is just a guess of me predicting into the future and doing some digitation. But, uh, you know, it's been 60 years since civil rights act passed and, uh, 60 ish. And, uh, uh, you know we're still obviously struggling with that as a country but uh because lgbt's can come from anywhere and they're a part of every family and everyone knows a queer person whether they know it or not i think it's a lot harder to view them as an other to view us as an other
1: yeah, I, I would agree with that. It is very easy to have something that clearly you can be like, that person's not like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's different when it's your kid or your brother or yeah. your sister um, or your parent or whatever to be like, I have nothing to do with this person. They are completely
0: alien and I hate them. Yeah. So I think we will finally get past that in, in all matters uh, once we evolve into beings of pure energy. Sure. Who knows? Who knows what the future may hold?
1: I do. Yes? It holds more Skyward Sword. I want to go play Skyward Sword. Oh,
0: I want to play more Skyward Sword, too. You and can't. then I want to play some Stardew Valley, no. and then I want to play some Dragon Age. There's mm-hmm. so many games that are calling to me. I had a little meeting with somebody today. We met up for coffee, and uh, she was telling me all about like like this litany of games that she's been meaning to play. Among them, the Mitomo game that has just taken over my phone. Hmm. I feel like my phone is so much more social than I am now. But, like, Oh, that's
1: true. You you wander off and visit people uh, in Miitomo. Tomo when you're not actively using it. So yeah. you've been just walking into people's houses. And... I
0: have. Like people are like yeah. texting me and they're like, you just came to my house. And I'm like, I don't even know where you live. But <laughs> apparently my MITomo does. Sure. Uh so everyone's chatting away, and my phone is like blowing up with notifications that someone commented on me and someone has a question for me, and I got a friend request and uh my me is so he's the bell of the ball uh, he's taking he's taking care of all my socializing for me it's actually it's it's kind of wonderful this is the future uh, someone y- else will go out and be social for you and you can just sit at home and, and sit here. and we're both wearing sweatpants right now uh,
1: you may no we're not we're just wearing uh, cock, rings. cock rings yeah that's
0: what i mean Sweatpant pant cock rings right 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 that's, um, that's my gangster name Sweatpant cock rings <laughs> Why are we gangsters? We have pup I don't names, and we have drag names, and uh, we we don't have pup names yet. Oh boy, but we've got gangster names. We don't have personas. Oh, you yeah, nothing.
1: I think it depends on how you cast the net of furry.
0: <laughs> oh, is <laughs> is that is that my persona? Cast a net. Cast a net. Oh boy, do furries do persona names like drag names like that? Like no. are they
1: usually puns? Cast a net. No okay they're all it's no it's the like, flamenco flamingo
0: <laughs> i really like that i want that, to see that's that your that's your persona. i want to see that castanet
1: the no. uh the flamenco flamingo that's you <laughs>
0: uh no the names are usually like they're often like caveman names for some reason like what? like Kivo and and sometimes they're just like regular person names. So like Charlie Charlie the Fox or something or
1: Charlie the Tuna
0: Charlie the tuna. Do you see a lot of Charlie Tunas? Seldom seldom, no. seldom do I see much Charlie the Tuna. Rule thirty four though you never know he's out there somewhere.
1: What about the uh, the Bumblebee Tuna Bumblebee? No
0: yeah. no but the bumblebee, um, bumblebee, the Cheerios bumblebee, Bee tuna. really? I don't know a that tuna. he's like considered a sexual bumblebee, being but uh, he comes up now and then.
1: And are you sure it's not sexual?
0: Everything is sexual to somebody. Mm.
1: It's a honey of an O. Alright, what are you doing? Are you wrapping up, or what is this? Sure, sure. I thought you were going into your wrap-up, and then you started musing about Cheerios. I'm
0: going into a reverie now that you brought up the sexy uh, Cheerios bumblebee. Yum, yum, bumblebee, bumblebee. Listeners, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, Please do get in touch. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, I'm at Matt Baume on Twitter. You can leave a review uh, of the podcast on iTunes. Those reviews make a lovely and huge difference. They also brighten up our day, so those are always nice. Uh, Big thanks to uh, the folks who have left reviews. And uh, also, don't forget to hop over to Amazon to get Defining Marriage in print or via download. Uh, You can pick up a copy. Prick up a copy. You can pick up a copy. You can prick up your ears. Uh, You can pick up a copy uh, in print or as an ebook or as an audio book and uh, if you do, I'd Make love it if you left movie. a review. Uh, you can check out my other podcast, The Sewers of Paris, that's got revealing personal stories about entertainment that changed the lives of gay men. Last week's episode was all about Daniel Culp, the wonderful artist in Colorado who writes uh, really chipper chiptune music. Uh, so definitely go check out Daniel Culp, that's at sewersofparis.com. And until next time, friends, by the power vested by by me in this internet, I hereby pronounce this podcast tuna
1: help are you recording yes oh you're recording cuddle talk (laughs) yeah oh you're a real cuttlefish